David sat back in his chair, the blood draining out of his face as the implications of what he had just discovered began to sink in. Just over £12,000 stolen from his business bank account. Welcome to TechSess, the show that provides the information you need to know so that technology can help your business to be more successful. Because that money had been intended for a key supplier that still hadn't been paid, a total hit to his cash flow of more than £24,000. How? 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 It wouldn't kill the business, but it would make things very tough for a few months. What would he tell his staff? What would he tell his wife? Today had started off a lot more promising. After 10 wonderful days in Cyprus with his wife and family, David had got into the office at 7am, keen to catch up on the hundreds of emails that inevitably waited for him. As the owner and MD of a fast-grown business in Edinburgh, it was rare for him to be away from his email for more than a few hours. But he promised the family that this would be a proper holiday, which meant no phone calls, no emails. He checked in with his operations manager from the airport two days ago and knew there were no major issues he needed to deal with, so he had felt very relaxed and was keen to get back to his normal working morning. It only took 23 minutes for all that to change. Please can you tell me when this month's invoice will be paid? It's now overdue, the email from the key supplier had read. David was puzzled. He'd left specific instructions for this supplier to be paid on time and well looked after. And when he logged on to business banking, he could see that the payment had left his bank account. Clearly a misunderstanding, so he emailed his supplier's MD back to tell her when the payment had been made. She made an early start to Monday as well, as she called David five minutes later, and after the usual pleasantries, she'd said that they hadn't received the payment. David promised to look into it and rang off. And that was when the sick feeling started in the pit of his stomach. He logged back onto business banking and he looked more closely at the payment. The right amount, paid on the right date, using the correct payment mandate. Weird. He arched his fingers and sat back in his chair as he thought through the problem. The payment had been made five days ago and hadn't bounced back. That was when he thought to check the payment details against the invoice. Oh, wow. The sort code and account number that the cash had gone to were completely different to the ones in the invoice. The sick feeling was getting stronger as he pressed a button on his phone and called his operations manager. It was a phone call he would never forget. Yep, it's all sorted out, mate. His ops manager said, I paid it the day after the email got through. But they haven't had the payment, David replied. Well, maybe they're checking their old bank account still. I paid it to the new one. Wait, what was that? What new bank account? David asked, now deeply alarmed. Oh, they've moved banks. His second in command answered, Just after they sent the invoice, they sent another email with the new bank details. I amended the bank mandate to make life easy for you. Now sadly, this is no longer an unusual situation. It saddens me to tell you that, while this is the beginning of a fictitious story, the situation that David has found himself in is no longer rare. In fact, at least once a month, we speak to a local business that has found itself compromised in some way. And these are non-existing clients that we're protecting, I hasten to add. 
And the outcome is always the same, that money has gone from the business bank account stolen. And nine times out of 10, the entry point is the same too. An email account somewhere in the business has been compromised in some way. And when you think about it, the very nature of email makes it the weakest point of any security setup. Because for many of us, it's both the greatest tool and most hated nemesis at the same time. You have lots of staff accepting hundreds of emails per day. And even the best email filters in the world can't stop clever hackers because they're constantly inventing new ways to get in. And all you need is one member of staff to click one dodgy link. And that can give them enough access to start monitoring what is going on in your business. And from there, they can spot ways to access funds. If a hacker can actually get control of your email, they can usually go on to access multiple other systems and applications. Why? Because when you forget your password in most systems, you enter your email address and it sends you an email to click a link to reset the password. And that huge convenience comes at a scary cost. So what I've just read to you here is chapter one from a book called Email Hijack that we are going to be publishing and releasing soon. You'll be able to get your hands on a paperback copy. You'll also be able to download it and print it out or read it online if you wish. And I'll also be making sure that there's a full length feature episode of TechSess where we read the whole story from start to finish. So this is a sneak peek preview of what's coming. If you want to hear the rest of David's story, make sure that you subscribe to TechSess on your favourite place to listen to podcasts. That's all I have for you today. I hope you have a great week in business. TechSess is an M3 Networks podcast. Find out more at m3networks.co.uk.